0: Hello. This is Terry Ketrasid. I'm joined by Dr. Sean Conlon. Today, we're going to be speaking about the Quality Payment Program. Specifically, we're going to focus today on one of the new categories, Improvement Activities, a category within the Merit-Based Incentive Payment System, or MIPS, as we've been talking about. Sean, could you give us an overview of the Improvement Activities category? Thank you, Terry. So, the
1: improvement activities category is a completely new category that actually happens to be the most simple one. I think from trying to conquer, um, it doesn't correspond to any of the previous Medicare incentive programs. But it requires you to select from a number of different available improvement activities, and uh, as we'll talk about, simply a test that you have performed these over a period of 90
0: days and there is no actual measurement involved, which is what makes this category so easy. Fantastic. An easy category in MIPS. That's exactly what we want to learn more about. Uh, how much is the category worth? So this category
1: out of your MIPS score is worth 15%, um, and that is both for the 2017 performance year and
0: the proposed rule for 2018 holds that constant. Great. So 15 of the 100... 100- MIPS performance points, how is it scored? Another
1: good question. To get full credit on this, you have to achieve 40 points. And so you would get those points by attesting that you have completed either activities that have medium importance or high importance. And so activities that have a medium importance are worth either... 10 or 20 points and a high importance activity is worth either 20 or 40. The difference in that is how big a group you are. So if you're a larger group or in an area with a healthcare provider shortage area or a couple other categories, you get extra points. So you get 20 for your medium and 40 for your high. Um, If you're a larger group, they assume that you have more overhead to handle this. Then they only give you 10 for medium and 20 for a high
0: and any combination those you need to get to 40. Great. So this is another example of CMS's attempt to make things a little bit easier for small practices, which I gather, as I recall, are made up of 15 or fewer providers. So let's say I am a nephrologist in a practice. How in the world do I decide which improvement activity to select? So again, another good
1: question. So if you want to, you could go to the QPP website on the CMS website. You could just Google QPP CMS improvement activities. It should take you right to it and look at the menu of available options. There's about 90 altogether, or there is some information on the RPA website that gives you some tips on activities that we think would apply to the nephrology practice. Some of the activities will not apply to what a nephrologist does in their day-to-day practice, but there are some ones that we picked out that we thought would be uh,
0: relevant and probably things you're already doing so they wouldn't require any additional work. I see. I've actually been out to that website, Sean. It's uh, qpp.cms.gov, and I must say it's it's a very useful website. It sounds like you've spent some time out there. Any examples of improvement activities that might specifically be relevant to a nephrology practice? Uh, I have a few of them, so um, there are a couple of
1: uh, high-improvement activities that come to mind. So there's one activity that has to do with consulting your state's prescription drug monitoring program for all Schedule II controlled substances. For my practice, that would be a good one, given that the state of uh, Georgia actually passed a new law this past summer that will require me to do this starting in 2018, so I will already have to do this, so that would be a good activity for me. There's another one in there that would allow patients have access to providers that have 24-7 access to your medical record. Most practices probably already do that because if you use a modern electronic health record, those are usually accessible on your smartphone or phone or tablet or laptop, and so that requirement would be already fulfilled. There's another one about allowing timely access to your practice for Medicaid patients. Again, a lot of nephrology practices probably
0: already do that as well. Wow, sounds like there are quite a few choices that might be relevant to our specialty. Are there any RPA-specific resources that might help? Another good question. So, Some of the activities uh,
1: involve... Working with a qualified clinical data registry, RPA's quality improvement registry fulfills this bill and some of them give you points simply for interfacing with one, so those are good activities. So if you sign up for RPA's registry, you would basically get that automatically. Um, RPA's QAPI MOC program for stuff we already do as a medical director, that I believe qualifies for a medium importance activity for something Again, you're probably already doing, and you just have to attest that you have done that.
0: We'll we'll certainly go out there and take a look at the RPA website. I heard that there were some proposed changes to the Quality Payment Program for 2018. Do you anticipate any of those changes impacting the Improvement Activities category?
1: Uh, Another good question. Uh, I looked at the proposed changes for 2018 for the improvement activities. It should not largely affect what's going to happen in that category. CMS is proposing holding the uh, percent again for 2018 flat at 15%. They're again proposing that the improvement activities will simply be an attestation that you did the activity or not, not an actual measurement of it. And they're proposing that that improvement activity occur over a 90-day period, just as before. Um, There are some small tweaks that may affect the menu of activities available, but the gist of that section will not change. So if you can master it for this
0: year, you probably will have it down for next year as well. Fantastic. Fantastic. So so if I could summarize what you just mentioned, it sounds like even though improvement activities is a brand-new category – It looks like it's going to be a pretty easy one. It looks like the scoring is somewhat dependent on whether you're in a large practice or a small practice. There's a fairly intuitive website within the QPP at qpp.cns.gov that can help with selections. And as you point out, there are some nephrology friendly improvement activities out there. And, of course, the RPA has a number of resources, so fantastic. Thanks very much, Sean. You're welcome. My pleasure, Terry.
1: Thank you for listening to the RPA Podcast. This is only one of the topics addressed in greater detail in RPA's Renal Physician's Guide to Nephrology Practice. For more information on this and other topics that will help you with efficiently managing your nephrology practice, Download a copy of the RPA Guide from the RPA Store at www.renalmd.org. Contact the RPA office at 301-468-3515 with any questions.